Greetings, everyone. Mele Kalikimaka. We're over here in Hawaii still, and uh, hope everybody's having some some good good food and good fun on the holidays. The um, I know we're jumping the gun a little early. I wanted to talk a, a little bit. I'll probably have some some pretty cool guests on coming up. Uh, I've been getting pretty clear guidance, and I've been pushing the envelope anyway about not uh, not continuing. <laughs> And and some of the things I've been doing because, you know, it's getting kind of hairy because we've been, you know, telling things that are going to happen before they happen. And they're obvious. I mean, it's not it's not like being a psychic. It, it's obvious, you know, like you put a bunch of ships in the Gulf, you know, and, and you're putting the ships and the sailors in harm's way. And so, of course, they're going to be attacked. And then that's going to be a provocation for. World War Three, but uh, you know, the, as long as you understand the whole plan is is we really want to get World War Three going and the depopulation. That's the ultimate depopulation. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, you can read between the lines and apply that to everything and and uh, the goals, you know, to everything, and you'll see why everything's unfolding right now. There's one group that just wants, you know, the vast majority of us gone, and there's another group that wants to preserve. Uh, you know, preserve freedom and preserve America and preserve the rest of the planet, you know. So it's 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 real simple. It's just good and evil. You know, it's not, you know, whatever name you want to give it, you know, you've got the war industry and the war and disease industry, and you've got the people that just you know, want to live a natural life in harmony with nature, you know, spiritual life. And and those two are coming together right now. And, and it's just like the days of Atlantis and, Le, and Lemuria. Same thing. There was a split, uh, a grand misuse of technology. And then, boom, you know, uh, war broke out. So civil war, basically. <laughs> so uh, we're right. We're getting right around the corner. Uh, good news. The uh, Hopefully you can see this. The book's out. Oops. What's it doing here? That's funny. It doesn't want to come out. Anyway, uh, it's uh, UFOs, religion, and the origin of man, and uh, what they never wanted you to hear. So this is a, a, going to be a blockbuster, just like the other books. I know it's going to take off like crazy. Uh, we're having kind of a false start because uh, Amazon hasn't released it yet. We don't know why, uh, but we really want to get it out there and get promoted. It's, it's going to change, you know, this you know, people have read this and go, oh my God, this is like the new Bible. This is really what's going on. And and it really drops a bomb on the UFO community and why we don't have contact and what's happened to the UFO community, the spiritual community, all of this. It, it's, uh, it's all been usurped and infiltrated. So it covers all of that. And you know, if you really think about it, if there if there are very spiritually and technologically advanced beings out there, why would they want to connect with our present administration or or even in the UFO community the way it stands now? So you have to have an open mind, loving heart, pure intent, and you have to have a high, you know, you have to have impeccable integrity and and uh, to work with these beings. And and very few people have risen you know, to the occasion, especially in the UFO community, it's really gotten convoluted. So, so anyway, I really suggest getting this book and there's all the techniques on healing unseen negative influences, keeping your energies clear, how to make contact, world and personal healing meditations in there. Uh, it's a very empowering book and the information about the ancient history of earth, everything is in here. Like who's who in the universe on the good side and the dark side. So Everything's in the book, and I would highly recommend getting it. You'll be one of the smartest people on the planet after you read it, and then you won't be able to talk to hardly anybody because unless they read the book, because uh, you're going to upset their apple cart. But anyway, uh, uh, definitely check out the book, and the other books are great too. This Christmas would be great to to buy these books and send them out, send them out to your friends and family, and just get them started. You know. Reunion with Source is real foundational, real basic. So if you want to get that one too, but this one might this one might be a little too much for for some people. You know, if if you're really indoctrinated into science and religion, uh this book may not be for you because it goes beyond science and beyond religion. So 
Uh, if you want to hang on to your old belief system, it's it's uh, probably not the way to go. <laughs> you know, it's kind of really, you know, it's funny. I have friends all the time and, you know, I make friends with everybody, you know, and I tell bad jokes and become friends with them and everything. And just, I, you know, I, you know, I greet everybody on on a level they feel comfortable. And, uh, you know, and then later on, you know, little by little, I kind of open them up and it'll show them this and show them that. And then next thing you know, I said, hey, come check this out. Walk outside, a big UFO flies over. And their whole world changes. Everything changes after that. And so, you know, that's the way to do it. You know, like, uh, you know, Baba G said, don't water seedlings with a fire hose. And I've been guilty of that quite a bit. But uh, matter of fact, this show is probably going to be a fire hose so, <laughs> for some people and a big aha for others. But uh, today today I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the origin of, of uh, the whole Christmas celebration that we're doing. And uh, and there's a lot. It's, what's funny, if you go back uh, to... A lot of like Wikipedia and all these things, the, the stories and on the internet too have been wiped about all the ancient, the ancient teachings, the ancient understandings, you know, and, uh, you know, that you go back to St. Nick or Christopher and all that stuff. And, and, uh, and the stories I've heard, I mean, I've heard you can, you can research this and you'll get 10 different stories about Christmas, you know, that, you know, it was a, old Celtic, uh, um, you know, it's like a um, holiday, they don't do holidays, I guess, <laughs> every day's work day back then, but, uh, but you know, it was a, a ceremony, you know, way back in the day, and it was talking about going from the the darkest times to the lightest times to switch from, from dark to light, you know, and that's where, that's when we do that shift on December 21st and they had to move it, you know, to the 25th and, and things like that. So there's a lot of stories about Jesus. We were told that weren't true and they can be proven to be not true. And, uh, and so uh, he wasn't born in a manger. He was born in a cave and the cave is still there and it's all guarded and locked off. And uh, uh, there's, there's just a lot of stories we've been told that, that just, that weren't true at all. But, uh, but anyway, you know, I'm going to try to clarify this. So in order to clarify this, you have to understand the ancient history of Earth. So the ancient history of Earth was the Aeans were like 600 million years ago. And then the Andromedans colonized the Earth too, but they couldn't stay because there's something in the Earth's frequency that was making them sick. It was hard. They're very high frequency beings. They're right, right now they've evolved. They're like eight to 10 foot tall. They have magnetic light bodies and they look like wings or energy fields. And so they're mistaken for archangels. But the Andromedan Council of Light is are the ones that are really in charge of things, basically. And so it's good to understand this because it'll tie in later. But uh, And then the ancient Larians, the Anunnaki, those who came from heaven to earth, is, is the Anunnaki just means those who came from heaven to earth. And a lot of people were coming back and forth to earth uh, from heaven. So, so the... Um, so basically, uh, the the real story, you know, has you have to understand the real story. So the the little g gods, the Anunnaki, were referred to as gods. They had ships, they had technology, they had powers beyond our imagination. Uh, you know, some of them, the winged gods, were the ones that could bilocate. They didn't flap wings and fly. They they actually bilocated. They had those abilities. They're very telepathic and uh, and very advanced technologically. And they're the great temple builders. They built, you know, we still can't build pyramids and lift stones and put in place them where they are today with our, with our biggest cranes. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, obviously they, they use uh, lasers to cut the stone because there's really high heat applied to the stones. It was, um, uh, I think over 7,000 degrees and they're levitated and put in place. And so, so basically that's how, how that happened. But uh, when you look at these, these structures in ancient past and not that far in the ancient past, I mean, you look at some of the Greek 
columns and and the way they were built and the ornate temp. I mean, they have uh, churches and temples now that are the stone carving and everything. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, and it wasn't done with a chisel and a stone like they they try to tell you that they used a stone and a chisel to do this stuff and, and give me a break. You know, the sarcophagus they found they found these uh, were well they were they were cut out perfect. I mean, perfect 90 degree angle and the bottom was cut out too. So how do you cut the bottom out? You know, it, it, how do you cut the bottom perfectly? You know, perfectly flat with 90 degree angles. I mean, you've got to have some, some pretty incredible tool to do that, you know, and I would say, I would imagine it was some kind of a laser where they just had you know, they, they cut it, they set the depth, they cut the square out, and then in one of the cuts, they drop the laser down and just, you know, cut cut the bottom out. And they probably cut chunks up and then pulled it out. I, I would say that would be the most obvious way that they cut this. But, you know, the Flower of Life has been burned through the, the walls and, and temples and things like that. And, you know, very extreme heat did that. It, you know, goes right through big, thick rock, you know, both sides. So... These are the things they can't explain. They look at this and they said, oh, that was uh, somebody, somebody <laughs> burned one side and ran around and burned the other side exactly the same, but it goes all the way through. So there's a lot of things like that that have left that, that are, are, you know, the high heat applied to the pyramids, all that stuff. It, it shows clearly that that it wasn't done by slaves and and they didn't have the, they, they didn't have the uh, wood to to roll these stones, let alone let alone the manpower it takes. These things are so big, uh, and and you know the way they there's just this victim program that they keep showing. You know, like a lot of the ancient when you look at the tablets, they, they paid the the pe- the workers that were on those. They, you know, they paid them, they fed them, they had their own housing and everything else. It wasn't like what they tried. They keep showing this victim pattern, you know, in social consciousness, but. It wasn't at all like that, but we're going to go on now. So I'm just kind of laying the foundation for that because you have to know that the the last colonies, well, I'm jumping ahead because the the very last colonies we know about were Atlantis and Lemuria, and those were created by the Pleiadians. And the Pleiadians were the peaceful Lyrians that fled during the wars, and uh, and they went to to the... uh, uh, they went to the Pleiades, the Hades system, and and Maldek, which is in pieces right now, and uh, Orion. They had they put colonies up in Orion. They went there as well, and then and then they uh, uh, came to Earth, Mars, and Maldek. And Maldek is the asteroid belt now. They got blown up, and uh, so excuse the rooster here. Whenever I do the show, all the roosters in the valley show up and grow. It's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, I don't know what, what they're trying to say, but there we go. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, the, uh, so just ignore them. But, uh, but anyway, so they were ancient, ancient Lyrans. The Pleiadians go back to ancient Lyra and Lyra, as far as we know, is the root race, but there's actually, uh, the Aheans and the Andromedans before that that were here, here on the earth. So this is all going to tie in, uh, to Christmas. So what happened was Mary was mother Mary was had ancient Lyrian genetics. And so she was part of the first colonist. She had very pure genetics and they used Marion. These Mary, sorry, Mary, they used Mary. And, and when Mary was pregnant, uh, Joseph said, I haven't laid with her. This is, this is not my child. I'm not going to marry her. And so this being appears to her and this being is Gabriel. And he says, you know, this is God's child or our child, you know, your realm is your own. And uh, so, you know, he basically, what do you do? You know, when it's some uh, uh, incredible light being appears to you and says that, you know, you kind of give a little salute and say, yes, sir. You know, like, uh, so, so anyway, that's that story. So, so what happened was the Gabriel who was actually Andromedan, and part of the Andromedan Council of Light, they used his genetics 
along with Mother Mary's genetics, which are ancient Larian genetics, to upgrade the vehicle, the body, and that Jesus could come in because his soul force was so powerful, he would have burned out the synapses of, of any other body. So there's a lot more to this story that people don't know about. So anyway, the uh, so they went ahead and they had... Uh, you know, they had Jesus, baby Jesus. Some people still celebrating baby Jesus, you know, even though he's 2,000 years old, but, uh, <laughs> or more. But, uh, but anyway, so the, the body, that was why, he, one of the reasons why he could do a lot of the things that he did, uh, because he had the DNA for it. He was, he was, he was set up for it. Now, we all have that same DNA. We have the DNA of the gods. As, as a matter of fact, I think it's Yod Hey Vod Hey or something is encoded into our our DNA, and uh, and it's kind of blown a lot of researchers out. But uh, we have the DNA of the gods, basically the little G gods, and uh, and so before we get too far, I'm probably going to lose a few people. So let me explain this. So the the God is the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness on all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse. And when you go to the plane of bliss, the seventh dimension, it's just pure, unconditional love and joy and bliss. There's no identity there. There's no ego. There, it's It can't judge. It's beyond that. It's so far beyond that. So Jesus explained that when he said, neither do I judge thee, nor does my father judge thee. You know, go and sin no more. So what he's saying is, is sin's an archery term. It means you miss the mark. And so it means reload. So you have to, so basically, you know, it's not a big heavy thing that's going to weigh on you for the rest of your life. And and you've already been forgiven by creator because it's never judged you. It can't, it can't judge. It doesn't have an ego. It's it's beyond all that. So, so anyway, so, yeah, so that's a hard one for people to understand, but you know, on the earth, we have action, reaction, we have karma, we have the relatives of the people we've harmed, you know, if you kill somebody, the relatives come back after you. So, so I would say, you know, stop screwing up. And, you know, you won't have the karmic or the the reaction to the action. And so that's, that's instilled here on earth. And we carry that in our own soul. And a lot of times our unfinished business, the things we haven't processed, the fear, the guilt, the anger around that, keeps recreating these patterns and so we have to learn how to heal that and release that so so anyway when you understand this when you understand the true nature of god you realize that these other beings the bearded gods were not god they were they were little g gods they were referred to as gods because uh you know they were godlike in their abilities and their technology and their wisdom and their abilities so so anyway the and that's really important to, to understand that. So the, the, now all the masters, Buddha, Jesus, all of them taught that God is within, the temple is within. So the spark, the God spark, whatever you want to call it, sits right in, right next to the heart. There's a little chamber there, and that's where your soul sits. And you can expand that spark to become the full flame. So you can become one with the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness on all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse. And then your identity is gone. You know, you have no more idea. It just doesn't matter anymore because you're one with everything. Why would you want to divide yourself? So when people come in and say, I was Cleopatra, or I was Jesus, or I was this, or I was that, and and say, okay, you know, they're still operating from identity. You know, they're still operating from an ego. So it just doesn't matter when you get into the higher dimensions. It doesn't matter. And all all the religious programs and wars, and you transcend all religious and all cultural boundaries. You're you're beyond all that, even gender. You're beyond gender. You're just, you know, like Ezekiel, the being I work with is is Casia and Ezekiel of old ascended. They soul merged and ascended. So they're both male and female. They compare to you as a male or a female, and they're totally balanced. And so that's kind of what happens in the seventh dimension. So again, uh, it, it's not important when you're one with everything. It's it's not important, you know, and that's that's when you merge with the one consciousness. So I want to get that out of the way because I know people are going to really struggle with that one. Uh, but 
so you got the little G gods down here doing their thing. And uh, now you had a knuckle dragger here that was developing naturally and uh, on the earth. And uh, they, they said, Hey, you know, the, the, I don't know how much I want to get into this story, but actually they came here to mine gold because their planet was dying and they're, they're atomizing gold and putting it up in the atmosphere. And it was, it was saving their planet when it came around the sun because it came too close and, 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 uh, and has a huge revolution that comes around the sun and then goes back out again. But uh, Nibiru, people call it Nibiru, but the, um, so they're trying to do that mine gold. And then, and then there's a lot of revolts with the people and they got brought another group out to mine gold. And then they said, Hey, we'll, create our own miners and they they took the knuckle dragger that was here and they added their genetics and kept upgrading him and so Enlil was the warrior he was a defeated warrior and uh uh and then you had Enki which was the geneticist and and so he kept upgrading man giving them more of their DNA and and so 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 we have a lot of different people with different uh well, their DNA is different. Some have more of the godlike DNA and some have more of the human, just the, the human that was growing here naturally, which is just as powerful. And so when they started creating these hybrids, the problem with the hybrids was that when they added the their DNA, if they added too much of their DNA, what happened was because they're in service mode, they're in awe of the gods and they're totally in service mode. Well, when you're subjective, to spirit, you, more spirit can come through you, more knowledge, more wisdom, more power. And so so these guys were very subjective, plus they had the genes of the gods. So they started evolving beyond the gods. And this really pissed off Enlil. And he said, we have to stop this. We have to stop this experiment. You know, we're going to have to like flip the planet or <laughs> do a pole shift or something. And so that was the, the beginning of a lot of the genocide and the other stuff that's still going on today on the earth. That same genocidal programs are going on right now. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, when you see people really pushing for population control right away, walk away from these people because, um, you know, that's a global elite program and they're tied to the global elite. So walk away from that one. Anyway, people in the UFO community talk about that. We won't mention names, but uh, but anyway, the um, uh, so we're going back. We're going back to you know we know that the one consciousness, which is in its own most unlimited state, is just pure unconditional love and joy and bliss. There's no words to describe describe it. And uh, and other beings have ascended to that level of consciousness and they're in the seventh dimension and like Jesus and Baba G and, and all these masters, there's Pleiadians in there that have ascended to the seventh dimension, all these beings and they kind of lose their identity. It's no longer important, but they're actually working with seven dimensional consciousness and you'll know them by their, by their light and their love and their joy and their bliss, you know? So, so the higher, you know, the more blissful they are, the higher they rise, you know, in the vibrational continuum. Anyway, so going back to the story, I hope that covered that. But uh, um, this is bringing it all together. So, so we went through some we went through some great divisions back then with the Anunnaki between uh, those that wanted to preserve humanity and those that wanted to end humanity and start over. And uh, and then we went to Atlantis and Lemuria, and then they did the same thing. The Atlanteans uh, develop power and they use technology to spy on and control and manipulate others and even war on others. And they went in the wrong direction. And and so they went and melted down a bunch of Lemurian colonies and the Lemurians were spacefaring. They weren't they weren't uh, they were very advanced beings. They they weren't running around and in, in, in leather skirts and spears and stuff like a lot of people would like to say. But uh, but they were very close to Earth, and they saw they saw the Creator in all creation. They they helped those who were less for, fortunate to rise to their highest potential, and and they say they saw they saw the Creator in all creation and everyone. They were the law of one, and uh, and so. But they were a 
they were a real sore point with the Atlanteans because they they were aligned with universal law and and they were aligned with creator and these other people fell they fell and so they they were a mirror to their failure so that's why they went to war on them but uh the the Marians decided to bring a meteor in and drop it on Atlantis to put an end to that program and so that's that's that story so there's this problem that's been going on here on the earth for a long time the division we we end up reaching a certain level of 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 uh, evolution and our technology goes further than our spirituality or gets out of control and people who are lost for power and wealth you know and they're they're very they're narcissists basically end up taking control and then and then you have a, a massive civil war and depends on what kind of technology you have it can get really ugly and we're right there. We're going into World War III again. It's the same split. But uh, but anyway, to explain this, the reason I'm explaining this is that so Mary had the really high genetics, the ancient Larian genetics, and then Gabriel appeared, you know, and said, this is our child. And so that's that's the foundation of of the DNA side of, of Jesus, basically. Now, we're going to go further. And and so he when he came in, he actually uh, was was working with 12 grand masters and he he learned their abilities and their techniques and their teachings and everything and that's why he chose 12 disciples plus one he was 13 and and he was aligned with yahweh and yahweh is the one that's encoded into our dna and so yahweh is not and and so now we're going to have to <laughs> deal with this so the hebrew gods there's two gods and there was there was Jehovah, the Old Testament God, that what was jealous and wrathful and genocidal, and uh, behaved like Enlil. And then there was Yahweh, which was the God of love and peace. And uh, he was he was uh, the one Jesus aligned himself with. And so you know, you know Jesus' whole teachings were about love and peace, basically, and and unity consciousness. You know, everybody working together for the betterment of the whole. I mean, it was pretty foundational. So anyway, uh, going back to that, so I know I'm jumping around, but it's the only way you can totally understand this. But the so so what happened was when Jesus was born, he was the son of Joseph and Mary, and they, you know they said, "Who are you?" You know, and he goes, "I'm I'm Yeshua ben Joseph. I'm the son of that's his real name, basically." Uh, Jesus means Jesus. Jesus, son of Zeus. <laughs> so, so, uh, um, so basically, that you know, Greeks gave him that name. So, again, I, I'm jumping around a little bit, but when you say I don't believe in God, I always go, which God don't you believe in? I mean, you got Egyptian gods, you got the Hebrew gods, you got the Greek gods. You know, all these bearded gods. You know, who were these beings? And and so these bearded gods were the ancient 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 ancestors and some were very benevolent and very loving and very advanced and very spiritually and technologically advanced and some were technologically advanced but a little spiritually backwards and that's where you got the problems of the image of god you know so it goes back again goes back to jehovah the jealous wrathful the, the hebrews called jehovah jehovah the terrible because if you did anything out of line you're basically killed you know it was that wasn't a a fun time and uh i have memories to go back to that so i won't i've written about that in the books and the other books and you can read those you know becoming gods talks about that but uh but anyway i know i'm jumping around but i kind of have to give you the big picture so you can understand how this works so so in the beginning jesus goes i'm i'm the son of joseph and mary i'm the son of man and uh, later on he started receiving messages and he started going to the temples at a very young age and started delivering these messages and prophecies and teachings and things. And so he's a messenger He said, I'm a messenger of God, you know, so he was a messenger for Yahweh. And then later on in his teachings, what he did was he said that, uh, uh, wait a second, I'm, I'm not this body and this personality. I'm a soul that was created by God. That spark is a God spark, and I'm the son of God. And so he said, I'm the son of God. 
Of course, they all wanted to stone him and kill him for saying that, you know, most blasphemous statement. And then, uh, and then the last thing he said that, you know, I myself do nothing. The father and I are one, you know, like, uh, I am God. And, and people, that was the, the worst blasphemous thing you could say or do. And so, uh, that was really interesting, but, but the, uh, anyway, the, um, the, it's uh if you look at his life his life was his teachings and his life was the pattern or he was like the exemplar christ you might say so so basically it starts out you're born you're the son of man or woman man and woman it means mankind and so i don't want to get pronoun attacked here the (laughs) and so so later on you start receiving messages and you, you do your meditation work and your prayer work and your practices. And all of a sudden you start receiving guidance and messages and you start sharing those with others and you're a messenger of God. And then the next thing, you know, you, uh, uh, go into, uh, you know, being realizing that, wait a second, I'm, I'm not this body and this personality and this identity that was given to me by the parents. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I came from God, you know, I was, I was, and then the, the last thing you totally immersion become one. And then like the Buddhists teach, you know, become one, you know, like uh, one with everything. And, and, you know, these a lot, a lot of their Satan's, they said, the only reason you have personal problems is because you think you're a person, you know? And, uh, and so the more you lose the person, you don't have personal problems anymore. But the, uh, uh, you know, when you know who you are, the personal problems just fall off. They fall away and they're not really a problem. But a lot of this is just identifying with lesser identities is where a lot of our problems come from. So explain, I hope, hope I'm explaining this. It's, it's kind of an interesting thing, but you go from, from the son of man or mankind, you know, to the messenger, to the, uh, son our daughter of God, and then you go to, you know, totally, total atonement, total atonement. I, think, I call it atonement, you know, with God, with Creator. You're, you're one. You've taken that spark and you've ignited that spark into the full flame, and and now you're you're one with the one consciousness that encompasses all consciousness and all planes and dimensions throughout the multiverse. Now, on this spiritual journey, you're gonna have contacts and connections and meet beings and and the lower levels are not so friendly so the lower astral level you have some really negative unseen unseen negative influences that you need to clear and and learn self-mastery and how to do that which is in all the books i teach that first and foremost and clear those because they'll come in and they'll they'll hit you with flattery and tell you you're the chosen one and all these things and a lot of new agers get stuck on that uh, that program they go oh you are this and this and you're this famous person and you're here and what they do is they divide you they keep dividing you and this spiritual ego grabs that and goes i was this and i was that and and you go out there and everybody that's not in touch with themselves will follow you you know that that don't have this understanding will will become a follower and the next thing you know you know it's here we go again you know it's like a battery everybody's you know, batteries are being drained by the leader, you know, so, so we have to stop doing that because Jesus' message was to empower you to make your own personal connection with creator. You know, he, he didn't want people to follow him. You know, he wanted, he wanted people to make their own connection. And so, you know, he said, ye are gods, the temple is within, you know, you will do greater works than I, for I go on to the father. So he's trying to explain that to you, make your own connection. You know, nobody's, nobody's gonna, you know, God's not going to be jealous and angry if you merge or become one, you know, because if it if it is, it's not God, it's something else. You know, if it wants to keep you in subservience, it's it's some other entity or some other being. And 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 unfortunately, a lot of churches preach, you know, they push a lot of fear, guilt and unworthiness, which are lower frequencies and separate you from God. And and they also uh become the go-between they don't empower you to make your own personal connection so if your church is not empowering you to make your own connection with creator and becoming one with it then you might want to find another church basically so so anyway 
no go-betweens. You know, the go-betweens are the are the leaks in your battery. But the uh now do all these other masters exist? Do these other deities exist? They do. You know, they're they're beautiful beings. And you know, there's there's the House of Mary, which are the grandmothers, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, that whole group. Beautiful beings, you know, but why are they there? They're there to remind you to make your own personal connection with Creator. You know, this is the house of Kazekiel, the house of Michael, the Andromedans, you know, the uh these are all houses of consciousness that you can connect to. So so basically, um, you know, getting back to that, that that was the real message of Jesus and the real teachings that that happened. And and what really happened back then. And there's a lot of there's a lot more of the story we haven't been told. If you look at the Tibetan scriptures, they they I think they call him Isa, Saint Isa, and they said he went back to his people and, and they killed him, you know, and uh and and he traveled all over. He traveled all over the east and, and traveled everywhere. And and so he's uh you know, his relatives were shipping magnets and, and he could he could go wherever he wanted, you know. So basically, he did a lot of traveling, missing years. And everybody goes, well, what happened to the missing years of Jesus? He was traveling. You know, he was going all over the place and studying with the monks and the lamas and the yogis and the, all the different beings. He was, you know, in some cases, he would go there and, he, and you know, where they had a caste system. And he'd say, you know, nah, that doesn't work. You know, this caste system, he said, it's, it's, uh, we're all, we're all children of God. There is no hierarchy or lowarchy or, or, you know, we have to stop with this and, and help those less fortunate, you know, ascend to their highest potential. And, and so, you know, use chastised for that. The uh, Zoroasters tried to off him a couple of times because he said, you guys are all sitting fat here, you know, with your wine and your, 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 your meats and your fruits and everything. And everybody's, you know, uh, and giving you all this stuff here, but you're not really serving the people. You become self-serving. So of course, you know, they, they didn't want that to get out. So, you know, of course they, they, and that's been going on for a long time. So a lot of churches have become self-serving. They've, they've gotten fat with their gold and their, their fine wines and their, <laughs> and whatever else they do. And it goes, I don't even go further than that, but it's pretty bad. I mean, it's, it's, it seems like these people that lust for power and wealth also lust for sense of grant sense. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but physical sensations and things. And they try and they'll, they'll go to the limit to get that higher, that orgasmic energy or whatever. And, and, and they, and pretty soon they're aligned with, with a darker force and that gives them all kinds of juice and energy when they do something harmful or bad or, and then they go down that, that spiral where you get into, you know, you get, it it goes into child trafficking and child sacrifice and all that. That's the, that's the end of the road for them. They go to that level and then, and then they're gone and they're not even there anymore. After that, there's somebody else in there. There's another entity in there. It's not even them anymore. So uh, the, the war we're getting into is the war we're getting into is a war between good and evil, basically, and we need to look at it that way. And it's it's not it's a multi-dimensional war, and it's a temporal war too, because there's time involved, time travel, and things involved in this as well. But there's unseen negative influences that are wreaking havoc on the planet right now. They're being cleaned up and. The sun is involved in that. And the sun is has a massive coronal hole aiming right at the earth right now, just blasting the earth. And the, the solar flares and everything, whenever you have those big solar flares hit, whenever you have a light, there's consciousness with it. And the sun is conscious. And believe it or not, there's beings actually living on the sun. They're not physical. They're light beings. And, uh, uh, you know, there's there's a lot more to the universe than we know or can experience in our 3d meat suit that we're running around in. But the, uh, um, you know, we're all going through what's happening right now is that original DNA that they call junk DNA. A lot of it's the DNA of the gods and it's being activated. And so you have, uh, we have, we have the ability to like telepathy. Uh, you know, when somebody's going to call you, you're already talking to them in your mind. 
and then they uh and then they uh you know the phone rings and you go oh and you pick it you already know who it is and you pick it up and that's been enhanced on a, on a large scale right now with with the shifts the higher constant energy that's coming in so you've got all these higher dimensional beings adding their conscious energy to the earth that are here right now and they're changing the collective consciousness and so it's it's raising the frequencies of the planet raising the consciousness of the planet so we're going through that and the whole solar system is going through a highly charged place in space so there's an unstoppable force that's involved in the awakening, healing, and liberation of Earth, and no man can stop it. It's massive. There, there's no way to stop this. And so Jesus was here to lay down the pattern that this is how you do it. This is how you ascend, you know. And uh, and so a lot of masters came in and and laid down the pattern, and then it got corrupted later you know, by institutions and, and leaders and things like that. And, and you know, the, the, the Bible, a lot of people get upset, but, you know, the Bible came from a whole room full of books. And uh, and they had some scribes there, and they said, okay, we're, we're going to make one canon, and we're going to use this canon. Everybody's going to accept this canon and and, uh, and get rid of the King James, you know, did that one. And, uh you know, they didn't get it done fast enough, so he whacked a couple of heads off and they got it done real quick. But uh, uh, the Bible actually came from a whole room full of books. And uh, and then there's a Bible with the Apocrypha in it that has the, the, a lot of the women's teachings. And it has Archangel Michael talking about reincarnation and everything else. But where is that? You know, it's been suppressed. Anyway, so just like history, you know, religious history, all history has been suppressed. And now... There's a big wipe going on on the internet to wipe out uh, a lot of of history and to to create uh, it's like a mind control, <clears throat> but they're creating they're like the New World Order boys. They want one religion, and they bought total control and of everything, everything in your life. And, uh, you know, they said, you'll, in the end, you'll own nothing, but you'll be happy and you'll eat bugs. And bugs are full of parasites. I hate to tell you this, especially crickets, which they're using. But uh, uh, you just, you don't want to go there. We're not designed to eat bugs. you know. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I can go further into that. But there's, there's actually, there's actually compounds and bugs that are, are, wreak havoc on us but but why would they do that why would they add something that would be harmful to our food system yeah it doesn't make sense <laughs> unless you know but their whole program is keep us sick poor and stupid and that way we can be controlled and so they're on the other side of the law of one and so so basically that's what we have these two polarities we have we have those who see the creator in all creation that are in service mode. They're in service to humanity and the earth. And uh, they want to see help those less fortunate reach their highest potential. And you got the other group that's self-serving and they just lust for power and wealth. And it doesn't matter. They, they own the, they're the war and disease profiteers. They don't care how they get the money. And they finance every, every war since Napoleon, basically both sides and uh they don't they don't it's just they just however they same thing with the oh, i won't even go but the you know the <laughs> the uh the little sticker they gave everybody you know same thing but uh but anyway you really look at our health system it's it's today the majority of the health healthcare system it's not really designed for preventative and it's not designed to keep you healthy so you don't need them it's designed to create a dependency so you keep buying this drug and that drug and this drug has side effects so you have to have another drug to take care of those side effects and and boom 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 and pretty soon you're a big chemical factory and and uh no way out but uh but anyway uh we really need to get back to the ancient ancient ways you know using herbal remedies and and eat close to nature, you know, eat close to the ground, get away from all the processed food and everything. 
and uh, your your health will go up and make sure your water's clean, you know, and the air's not too much you can do about the air because it came trailing the hell out of us now. And uh, they were really bad and then it lightened up and then they started up again. So obviously we're not in control yet. When I always said when the chemtrails stop, we're in control. Uh, the white hats are in control, but uh, uh, going on. But anyway, when I, when I look at Christmas, I think about Christmas as a time where you're shifting from dark to light. And it's a time to reevaluate everything, reevaluate, uh, you know, where you're going, where you've been, you know, what you want to experience in your life, you know, what you don't, what you want to let go of, you know, is there, is it a time for setting boundaries saying, I'm not going to do this another year? Uh, is it a time for healing? Yes. You know, is it time for clear communication? Yes. And that's where the healing comes from. And I think it's a time for everybody to make their own personal connection with creator, basically the real creator, not the religious programs and images. And, and I think that's the best way to, to, uh, spend Christmas, uh, is, is, uh, is, is really, you know, for years I, I, and I did something, I, I think it's good for the families to come together and everything, but right now it's like the families are so split and diverse and, and uh, you've got the the Democrats and the Republicans, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm not. I'm neither one. I'm neither or. And uh, but the uh, what's going on right now is just it it it's insanity. It's pure insanity. People participating in their own demise and welcoming it and sponsoring it and paying for it. And you know, it's 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 unbelievable. It's like step back. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, or anything in between. Uh, you know, we need to be kind to each other and be kind to the planet and clean up. You know, get rid of all these toxins and 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 don't depend on the New World Order boys and their Green New Deal. That's just a big money laundering scam. You know, don't don't even think about that. That's not going to happen. You know, you're not going to get anything out of that. But. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's the very, it's the same old thing, you know, problem, reaction, solution. They create the problem. they make the pollution and then they're the saviors that we have the solution. The solution is you guys go away. <laughs> That's the solution. You know, you, you go away and the earth will heal herself and we'll all get along fine. Same thing with all these wars right now. The people get along fine. Palestinians get along fine and Israelis get along fine. The governments, no, they don't. And the, the instigators of these wars, the war and disease profiteers, they're whipping everybody into a frenzy and, uh, and they're going to cash in. They're going to cash in all the way on this. And we need to start looking at things that way. It's not nothing is what you think. And the lamestream news pushing these things. I mean, Congress just passed a law that if you speak up against, you know, the, the Zionist or the, the, that you are, uh, it's a law. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, what they can do to you. I'd probably lock you up. I'm sure, but a pass a law. So why don't they pass a law? If you say something bad about the Palestinians, you know, you get locked up, you know, God, the whole, the whole government and the whole newscast organ and the whole lamestream media, they'd all be locked up. You know, if you say something bad against the Greek or the Romans, I don't know. You know, this this is like insanity. This is America. It's called freedom of speech. You can't do that. And anybody that does do that is 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 guilty of treason. You've gone against the First Amendment. So when you go against the, the Constitution, you know, you're right away you've betrayed your oath and you need to go. And a lot of them never took the oath. And they never not only did they never take the oath, they never had it certified or or they don't have it registered properly or or uh Notarized. So, so basically they're, they're impersonating an officer or whatever. And, uh, so you need to look into that. But, but anyway, the, we need to rethink everything, get centered in our own personal connection with creator. And then you see things with fresh eyes. You see things with the Buddha eyes. They call it the fresh eyes. And, and you, you drop all the programming, all the, lamestream media programming and all this stuff and all of a sudden you start seeing things differently and you go wow i see beyond the veil here i see i see 
you know, I've opened up the curtain. I see the puppet master, you know, and, and all the images that they're trying to create and to control me. And, you know, you should be very afraid, you know, you're next and things like that. And, uh, and then you're just in a whole different program. And, and, uh, and it's kind of like, that's what Jesus and all the masters were trying to teach is like, go within, you know, live according to universal law which is basically universal peace, brother, sister, love, individual freedom and prosperity for all. No divisions, you know, none of this division crap that's being pushed by, by all the leadership right now. Uh, that's how they gain power. They create a division. They create an enemy and they say, I'm the sort, we'll save you. I'm the, I'm the guy you want to put in office to fix this. And, and actually they're the dividers and they're the source of the problem. So we don't see that, but, uh, you know, we need to rethink that. And, and, and so, so Christmas is a great time to just really, you know, drop in, you know, spend some quiet time in nature, meditate. And, and, you know, you're going from dark to light and start thinking how you can make some decisions on the light side of life and stop participating in the war and the disease industries and things like that. Stop, stop feeling the beast, feeding the beast. Because, you know, there's a Native American prophecy, a Lakota prophecy, and it says the beast is 2,000 miles wide, so it's going to rain for 2,000 years. And the beast is all-consuming. It's It just wants to control and dominate and consume everything. And they said in the end, the beast running out of out of uh, food basically consumes itself, and it's done. And then we have the 1,000 years of peace or 2,000 years of peace or whatever. And then we reunite with it with the star nations. And so, and that is where we're going. You know, what's happened The beast is consuming itself right now and it's going to collapse and it's at the end of its reign. And we are going to unite with the spiritually and technologically advanced off worlders, but there's a cleanup on the degenerate ones because there are some degenerate ETs that have been here for a while. that are part of the dark side, you know, so they're being cleaned up as well. So there's both programs going on. We say just because you're dead doesn't mean you're enlightened and just because you're an ET doesn't mean you're benevolent and don't let anybody else tell you differently. Because there are people at the head of the UFO, UFO field, they're saying there are no negative entities, you know, there are no, and you need to open wide and let anything in, stop being a spiritual snob, you know, and that's how you get possessed basically. And I've seen that happen a lot. You know, people have these kind of grays and reptilians and hybrids and stuck to them. You know, and they uh, uh, they'll have multiple ones, and they always always end up. It always turns out bad. A lot of them end up committing suicide in the end. But uh, you know, it's not a good it's not a good path to, to take. So uh, you know, how you tell about you know if you have a good teacher or not is 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 you know basically are they empowering you to make your own personal connection with Creator? You know, would, how would they feel if you went beyond them? You know, how would they, would they be threatened by that? Do they have to be your teacher? You know, can't they just be your friend? <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, you know, things like that. You know, you just got to start asking those questions and and observe, observe their lifestyle. And, and that is really important because people have a persona on stage and this goes with politicians and people in the UFO and spiritual community, everything. They have an onstage persona and offstage, the life's a mess. And they're neither kind nor loving to anybody. And they're very self-serving, very arrogant, order people around, things like that. That's not enlightened. Why would you want to follow that? So they have, you know, I mean, I didn't want to go into our political program right now, but, you know, everybody goes into politics broke and comes out multi-billionaires. You know, that's, they didn't get that on a political uh, wage, basically, on, on the wage they get holding that office. How did they get it? You know, so, and we need to look into that, look deeper into that. You know, I think Trump's the only person that lost money. You know, he probably lost a billion dollars or so. I'm not sure. Um, and look at all the trouble he's going through because he's not part of the crew, not part of the club. So if you're not part of the club, you know, and you're not going along with the program and the division game and all the other stuff, you're they're going to come after you basically, and they are. But I do think this is all going to come to an end here pretty quick. It's not going to last too much longer. 
and uh, it can't. The beast is going to consume itself. And we can all be part of that process. You know, we can stop serving the beast. And that's most important right now is, you know, if you're part of the war on disease profiteers and you work for them, you need to walk away. If you're going to enforce their unlawful uh, programs and their illegal, their unconstitutional programs and and diminish the, the rights and freedoms of others, you need to walk away. You need to say, no, I can't do that. I took an oath. And that oath says, I can't do this, you know. And uh, and so people have to find that impeccable integrity and courage, you know, in the days to come to say, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, I'm done with this. And uh, especially the lamestream news. I mean, you guys, <laughs> you're definitely on Santa's naughty list, you know, because you've been lying and deceiving the masses for quite some time. And especially the politicians, especially those who are part of APAC, you know, you don't, you don't, get elected unless you join APAC basically. And, and they, you know, they have the, they have the money and the political power to, to make or break somebody. And so APAC is a, uh, you know, it's a Jewish pro-Jewish pro-Israel organization basically. And when I say that, I'm not saying the Israelis, I'm saying another group is the pro-Zionist. And so, so basically they decide whether or not you, you're in office or not. So that's why you see all the politicians screaming and raving and passing laws. You can't speak bad against any of this going on and you can't tell the truth and you can't do, you know, it's just, that's because they're all, they're all performing for their handlers, you know, and uh, that's what's really happening. So it's all, all uh, we need to just, we need to get our, our country back. We need to get our, our constitution back and we need anybody that goes against that constitution. They need to be held accountable, tossed out, gotten rid of basically. And that's where we're at right now. And uh, I'm really hoping this can all be done peacefully, but you know, it's, it's getting really ugly right now. A lot of friends are in jail. You know, a lot of people and friends and family are, are being, uh, you know, taken out by this stuff and, and we can look around us and see it happening. You know, the Warren disease profiteers are having their way. And uh, a lot of people checking out and leaving the planet because they they believed they were doing the right thing, you know. So so anyway, we have to realize that, you know. Uh, you know, I wanted to end with you know people say when are we going to have contact? You know, you already have contact. Unfortunately, with it's not with the benevolent ones because we've been working with the non-benevolent ones for quite some time. But if we are going to have contact with the benevolent ones, we need to rise to the occasion and we need to hold our leaders feet to the fire, you know, and say, you know, universal law, you know, you adhere to the constitution or you're out period. And the people need to rise up for that to happen because you don't have the leadership for contact right now, no matter where it doesn't matter. United nations, give it up. You know, this, they're not going to go there. Uh, again, you have to have, you have to meet the requirements for contact with these benevolent beings. They are working very closely with a lot of people on the earth. They are also uh, working, helping us to evolve and, and move into universal law. And they're working on inspirational levels and energetic levels to help us in, in a very big way. And some physically are getting involved right now to, to put an end to this old draconian program that we've been under for 450,000 years, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, we, ever since Marduk made a pact with the reptilians, the Anunnaki days, you know, uh, to, for total supremacy of the earth, uh, ever since then we've been under draconian law and it hasn't changed. And, and now we're living in these exciting times, amazing times. We're actually breaking out from under draconian law and we're going to go back to universal law. And I think that's the biggest Christmas gift you can give yourself is to is to release yourself from these old patterns, these old draconian law patterns and programs and start moving into universal law. And, uh, and it's really simple. It's really basic. It's called being kind to each other and the planet. You know, it's not that complicated. You know, again, universal law is universal peace, brother, sister, love, individual freedom and prosperity for everybody. You know, Cherokee saying is, if it isn't good for everyone, it isn't good. And uh, we need to start applying that to everyday life, and then we'll get through these times. And it's real important right now to know where your water comes, have your water tested. You know, try to 
well, you can't, the air, there's not too much you can do about it until they stop this damn chemtrail program. But uh, uh, the food, you know, you need to get close to go organic as much as you can. Go to your local farmer, buy from them, and uh, and eat as close to the earth as possible right now. And and also spend your time in nature, quiet time, you know, meditate, pray, healing the unseen negative influences, make sure you're getting clear guidance and uh, spend some spend some time in nature as much as you can away from social consciousness because it's social consciousness is on a downward spiral. You know, it's collapsing as well as the leadership of it, you know, the controllers. <clears throat> so anyway, tyranny is coming to an end. It's inevitable. Uh, it's going to get chaotic, you know, as it goes out and gets exposed. And uh, and so try to keep yourself out of harm's way and, and operate from whatever the soul tells you. You know, it's like there may be a time we have to step in and help somebody. And we have to go, yeah, we have to go within and look at that. But anyway, on that note, I think we're going to sign off, uh, leave you with some beautiful UFO footage and uh, some information on how to get these books. And the last book, if you really want to know what's going on, and it covers everything, and I highly recommend it. And I'm not just blowing my own horn here. I, I, I never, I never promote my own stuff. I'm really bad. Everybody gets mad at me because I don't talk about the books or the videos or anything else. So, but if you go to eSETI.org or go to eSETI TV and sign up, it really help us out. Um, and uh, if you, you know, basically hit the like button on on this show. And shoot it out to all your friends and tell them to hit the like button also. So on that note, keep an open mind, loving heart, pure intent. Stick to universal law. Be kind to each other and the planet. And have a great holiday. Chaser. Little guy behind.